0: Okay
1: Audio hey, PYHT listeners, big news Rhea and I are going on a 20-city bus tour this fall uh, Tickets go on sale Friday the 21st and you can visit either Rhea or my website camera.sposito.com, rhea.butcher.com or you can head over to AEG Presents and look up the back-to-back tour stand up back-to-back Rhea Butcher and I
0: Put your hands together Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to live your hands together.
2: and I got too into it. I fell. <laughs> Upwards? I don't know. Who was that dance move? I, I don't know. It, it did not... look
1: like a dolphin that is... <laughs> wearing a Hawaiian learning shirt. Learning how to t- walk. <laughs> yeah. You know how they're always learning how to walk? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Uh, you guys, hi! Thanks so much for coming out to put your hands together. I'm Cameron Esposito. <laughs> And I am Rhea Butcher. Woo! Straight up, I always intro. I always say your name, and yeah. you always say my name. Right. And that sounded weird saying my name just now. I it, feel did, like, it did feel weird. Didn't it feel weird? I don't really usually say my name very much. I say, like my name, say my name, say my, say my name. name. Okay. I'm already hot. <laughs> but I had to come out in it. Sure. You're going to take it off? I think so. It's an entrance jacket. I understand. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Make a statement, then throw it in the trash.
0: <laughs>
1: yep. Absolutely, right in the trash, right in the trash, right in the trash. Oh yeah. Throw it in the audience and then ask for it back. <laughs> so that's a cool thing that yeah, I could for do. Sure. Yeah, for um sure. Rhea, Cameron, how was your day?
2: I mean it was okay. I'm trying to remember everything I did. Um i worked out yesterday so i was feeling a lot of pain today (laughs) you know
1: yeah Um, yes yeah and my workouts mostly
2: consist of
0: this
2: (laughs) 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 that's pretty much it. we've been
1: going to a personal trainer yes we have we were going to a personal trainer together
2: we are not doing that anymore We are taking the money that we put. we just put that in my section and you put yours in your section. And we are going to go by ourselves. Why
1: did we stop?
2: <laughs> because we just have, we have uh, slightly different temperatures of working out. In what way? I'm wearing this outfit. Uh-huh. Oh, you're and a then chill you're guy. you're wearing that outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know what? I, I've been going to this personal trainer and then I went for like the third day. Uh, in a one-on-one session, and they were like, you know what? You really know your boundaries. Uh,
1: actually, I think I was there for that one. I think, I think that was, was a yeah. group one. And, and, okay, my bad. No, that's okay. You know your boundaries. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, I <laughs> Certainly. <mean, laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. no. Nope, can't do it. Nope. <clears throat> nope I'm going to drink some water. You I will say, like,
1: out. I think it's fine. It's fine. I'm fine going by myself, but I, like, loved going with you. Uh, because I'm uh-huh. really competitive. I know you are, and it's not that you. It's there's not. It's not there's nothing. It's yeah. Not, no, I'm su- super
2: competitive too. But at like team sports or like uh-huh. like a, a, sp- a sp- thing with that you can be like more points or whatever. But oh, not and working I hate out. that thing.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it's not. Also, it's not like I'm like competitive at working out. It's just that like if somebody's like, your wife <laughs> can lift this amount of weight, uh-huh. then I'm like. But I can lift my wife, you know. And I I carry you and the weight. Uh, Yeah, run. Do you know that's a move in rugby? I played rugby in college. And do you guys know that if you, okay, if you tackle somebody that has the ball... And as long as they don't drop the ball, uh-huh. you can physically carry them. And they hold the ball, and you hold them, and you run them to the other side of the field. And you and then you just put them down. That's where you go. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that it's, sounds like a really fun way to play golf, too. Just like,
1: <laughs> get wait, in the hole, as they wait, like to say. But, they never the hold person. the golf ball. Sometimes Wait, you're putting the person in the hole? Yeah, with the golf ball in their hand. <laughs> I mean, I take the club out of their hand first. I mean, I'm not crazy. You're golfing with somebody, you say, grab that ball. And then if they touch it, <laughs> yeah. Then you pick them pick up, up, you run, run
2: to the hole. Well, first you go far, and then you run to the hole. <laughs>
1: I don't think you've been golfing. The hole is like, this big. Huh? I like to dream small. Uh-huh. Well, now we're working out separately. Yep, yeah, separately. Um, you know what we're not doing separately? <laughs> Living. Li- this is a great segment. I know. Wait, do so you good. hear what I say? Do you know what we're not doing separately? Living on a bus. Because we're going on a bus tour together! There There it is! We're not living on two buses. Yeah, that would be. One dragging the other.
2: (laughs) One picking the other. Do you know that
1: they do that in Australia? You guys. They drag buses? No, sort of. RuPaul's drag bus?
2: That should be a thing. It should. But it's like buses in drag. Anyway, yeah. And oh, the
1: bus is in drag? Yeah. and Everything the that you're like, saying is the weirdest uh, interpretation of that thing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you're dressed you up but like... You put the person in the hole. What are you talking about? I'm That's how golf like works. A, I, I'm dressed like Why a, a wacky well, scientist sidekick tonight. Is the bus tonight? in so, yeah. drag as a semi? Like, what is it? I like that. I knew you would. That's why I said it. Um, No. Well, uh, one of our editors on a television show, Take My Wife, uh, is from Australia. And she told me about, I can't even remember what they're called, like death trains or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mm -hmm. what it is, is in the middle of Australia, there's not very many people there. And so they just hook a bunch of, uh, what's the back of a semi? Trailer? trailer. A box. I don't know what that thing. I don't know what that thing's called. What's the thing on the back? Trailer. trailer. Hitch.
0: Hitch.
1: None of this sounds like right. This. Doesn't it not sound right? There's the but cab, a... and then there's the semi tractor trailer Semi tractor trailer.
2: <laughs> okay, but what you do is you just have one. The trailer is what trails behind the semi... That actually track. doesn't make sense. That makes a lot of
0: sense. <laughs> that actually
1: does make a lot of sense. <sighs> uh, yeah. We got it. Um, goes, fields your baseball, runs around the bases. With yeah, it yeah, it. It yep. Doesn't uh, matter. Um, yeah, they hook a bunch of the trailers together. just one person driving it like then they'll be driving like 10 trailers Uh
2: that sounds like the best way to watch a movie personally
1: (laughs) i will i'm going to put my foot down and say that you just made a pun that doesn't make sense (laughs) a smattering of people enjoyed it so that's because they recognized dual meanings of a word they were like oh has two meanings and she knows them, but it's not because the joke or sentence made that's sense. That's what
2: a pun is. No, that's not
1: what a pun is. A pun is when the thing also makes sense. It's not just an acknowledgement of the definitions. <laughs> Are you okay? You're about to get punished. (laughs) Now, I don't know if that was a pun or not. (laughs) Because punished and pun, that's not like, there's not puns for each other. That's, it's, uh, punished is pun with a little trailer on it.
2: Great job.
1: <laughs> you know what? The other day I was bragging on the internet about my SAT score, uh-huh. and
0: <laughs>
1: I realized that like I'm, we're old enough that our SAT scores sound really bad if we try to brag about them because they added a whole other part, and now oh, it's yeah. like, um, what is it? Is it twenty four hundred? Yeah. 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 Oh. So I was bra- here. I was going like. Everybody better shut up. I got a 1540. And people were like, (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I didn't take the SAT. I know you didn't take the SATs. That's so weird because now I can't measure whether I'm smarter. (laughs) Take them now. Did you take the
2: LSAT? Dude, I would take two. What if I took the SAT right now? I have no, I
1: don't, I can't. You I, wouldn't get a two. You get points for putting your name for being there.
2: Okay, so it's like yeah. fantasy baseball. You get points for a start. I don't oh, wait. know. I don't know I did take the ACT though, but I don't remember my score. Well, so. how can you brag? <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs>
1: well, what are
0: you?
1: You're what wrong. are you competitive with me about?
2: I don't know. <laughs> what am I competitive with you about? I know one thing. What is it? We're doing it right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be the one thing. Stand-up comedy. Stand-up comedy, yeah. Um, but you have like a 15-year head
1: start, so I'm not even that uh, competitive 10, about it. Like just a 10-year Okay, head whatever. Start. So I just want, I don't want anyone to think like, I just want to, like 15 sounds like, oh, no, like she <laughs> didn't achieve her goals, you know what I mean? <laughs> Is just like 10 is just like, oh, like one of these people is clearly a senior to the other.
2: Oh, man. This is your night. I like it. What do you mean it's I just night? mean sometimes it's my night, sometimes it's your night. This is your night, and I'm just enjoying it.
1: I haven't been, keep- I haven't been keeping track of that. <laughs> Ria? Interesting to know that that's something you always decide. Old non-competitive team player Rhea Butcher. I don't really care. We go home, that was my night. But you're just saying it to yourself for years?
2: I, thought that, I forgot that there's a third scorekeeping thing when it's like we're just both on it. Oh, so, yeah. There you go.
1: But see you again still. I don't know. Hey, really quick question. The notebook. <laughs> <laughs> What's in the notebook again? The, the movie? Yeah. Well, what I thought was, I thought about you keeping track of the score of us as being funny, then I imagined a little notebook uh-huh. that you have secreted somewhere no, in I don't your have den of iniquity, which is just this disgusting room covered in bobbleheads. Oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> she thinks I'm
2: gross because I have a rug. <laughs> it's like the most disgusting thing to her. Also, I have a shelf that has things on it, and that drives her insane. <laughs> like, like I services know. to be clear
1: <laughs> yes i do oh it's difficult yes i do today at training this is actually a real thing we were on a yoga mat and it was mm-hmm. next to the mat that like a big apparatus was on and i had to stop doing what i was doing and straighten the yoga mat so that it was lined up with the other mat so that they were parallel <laughs> and our trainer is uh-huh. really supportive and so they were like, I totally get it. <laughs> but I feel like that was a bonkers thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't like to have stuff. I want to have... I don't want a rug, just a yoga mat, please, and nothing else. Yeah, and, that's all you have uh, in your
2: office. So I wonder what this bus is going to be like.
1: Oh, shit. <laughs> Actually, not shit. Guess what?
2: I like to have quarters and get shit at gas stations out of those little machines. <laughs>
1: Actually, I can compromise on sticky hands. Like, I can actually. (laughs) That is actually like a point of overlap in our interests. That's good. Yeah. Plus, imagine if you were sleeping and I was next to you and I.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But then another night that I did it to you, that would be my night. And then another night we did it at the same
1: time and just gave each other a
2: high five with sticky hands.
1: (laughs) That'd be our night. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. I mean, that sounds like a great way to tour. Sounds Ready like the tour. Point. Oh, so you guys, anyway, we're talking about it right now because uh, uh, we're going all over the country and tickets go on sale Friday. You live here. You came to this show. Or maybe you flew in for it. That happens all fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you later. I promise. <laughs> but, uh, you should t- but if you can, spread the word and tell your pals that they should come see us because uh, we're really excited about it going in a bus we've been touring together for years but going in a bus and playing really really big venues this is the first time for us so we're really excited about it yeah and you can't poop on the bus yeah
2: we just learned that the other night if i would have known that before i said yes to a bus i'd have been like nope (laughs) i'm not going on a no
1: poop bus but there has to be a trailer behind that is for pooping (laughs) (laughs) oh boy not two of our friends who have been on many bus tours that was the first thing that they said to us yeah, yeah. I was like what's it like and they were like you can't poop, poop on, on the bus, bus. <laughs> so now I feel like it's going to be a really Thanks big Dave deal Dave Matthews yeah <laughs> <laughs> well Rhea should we get the rest of this yeah, show going show going oh you I guys oh, cool. oh yeah feel free how to how do you guys clap. feel about it how it's Absolutely. Um, hey, this first comic is a pal of ours uh, wearing a great outfit that I am invested in emotionally, and also a hilarious comic that you are gonna fucking love. Let's hear it right now for Georgia Brooks, you guys. Get it up for Georgia!
3: Oh my god. Every time I do this show, at the beginning they talk. (laughs) I said that like I hated it. That's not. I don't. Um, But they talk, and I'm always like, God, like, will they just fucking stop bragging about being married? (laughs) You know, like, it sounds great. We get it. You know. (laughs) But then this time during the pun argument, I was like, guess it's not so great. (laughs) Trouble in paradise. I wish I, wish I'd said trouble in punted. I don't know. How do you? If every comic has to do a pun tonight, I call it, and that one counts as mine. <laughs> counts as mine. You guys, uh, you guys live in LA. Yeah. Cool. No pressure. Uh, you don't have to. Um, happy summer. <laughs> I used to live in the cold weather, winter. Places? Fuck. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> as soon as you, d- you move to L.A., you lose your language like that. Um, and there you, like, love summer. But if you live in L.A., like, you fucking hate summer. You know? <laughs> my favorite part of summer is October. That's my favorite. <laughs> you know, it's, like, really a nightmare. Like, you have to own a pool. And I do. I do own a pool. It's not part of the joke. I just want you to know I get I have a pool. <laughs> I have a pool. Well, like, uh, and it's new. Not the pool, but me there at it. So that's good. Um, I feel like if you're an asshole or you're, like, not a nice person, like, you shouldn't be allowed to talk to anyone during summer. Right? It's like, leave us alone. We're already sweating. There's this guy where, so where I work, you have to, like, park on the street. What a nightmare. (laughs) And there's this, like, guy there that lives in a van, which is, you know, his prerogative. We've all done it. They're about to do it. Um, (laughs) You know. (laughs) But, like, he always, like, wants to talk to us as we walk by, which, you know, fine, fine, okay? Talk to us, I guess. Clearly you know how I feel. But he also, like, sometimes tells me how to park, and I'm like, that's it. Fuck (laughs) you. Like, I know how to park, you know? And we're like, just fuck. I I I hate him. I hate him. And all the girls at my work give me, like, grief, because they're always like, Hi! Hey! Went to him, and I'm like, uh-huh. Like, I don't want to talk to them. And they're like, you're a bitch. But you shouldn't have to talk to people if you don't want to. Right? Yeah. <laughs> this is a TED Talk. Uh, it's called, You Don't Have to Talk to Anybody If You Don't
0: Want to.
3: <laughs> Uh, we did just get a new house. Uh, my, we, I mean, my boyfriend got a house, and I was like, me too. Um, I, so, but he's on tour. Honestly, he's on tour in a bus right now. And I just everybody's doing it. Um, so I had to move in alone, which is, you know, more pool time. But there's like, like day one, there's this neighbor who lives beside me, as most neighbors are doing. <laughs> and he, like, just, like, he doesn't have a shirt. Fine. As we establish, it's hot. He's, like, covered in tattoos. I have them, too, but there's something different about mine, uh, you know? And he's right away, he's like, I'm, like, just move. I just pulled up the driveway. I'm about to open the doors for the first time. He's like, hey, you're moving in, but he, not that clearly pronounced because I don't really know if that's what he said, but it was a, a bit much. And then... I was like, yeah. And then I went inside. And then the next day, it was 8 in the morning. (laughs) And this is a bit bad on me. I was just standing on my diving board just looking into the pool. (laughs) And I look up, and he's there again, same outfit, shorts, no shirt. And he was like, hey, you want to come and, like, see my apartment? And I went... I was like, uh, no, thank you, but thanks for asking. Which is, I thought was rude, but I'm Canadian, and that's how we're rude. We're just like, no, thank you, but thank you for asking. (laughs) Like, I kept telling people, I was like, I was very rude to him. (laughs) So, (laughs) then I, like, don't see him. He's, like, giving me the creeps, but, like, I have no idea why. You know, I just, like, have that vibe. He's, you know, whatever. Um, And then, so, on Sunday, this Sunday that just happened, I went outside to get the mail, and then deer, two deer, boy deers, so worth more. <laughs> walk like out, like in front of my front, like whatever the lawn. I used to live in an apartment, uh, the lawn, and I'm like, this is so beautiful. And then I turn, and he's like right at our fence, and he says, like, this. I don't know what he said, but it sounded like they're teaching you a lesson. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then I turn, and I was like like to look at him because he's talking to me and he goes, this is to teach you a lesson and then he pulls down his pants and shows me his dick. And then I, this time, was actually rude. I was like, don't you ever fucking talk to me again. I'm going to fucking go. Like I got good. I got pretty good. Um, And then he like ran away. (laughs) Yeah. I see the the light. Um... So I uh, like called the police, uh, not 911. I'm not an idiot, but I was like, "Come at your leisure," and they did. Uh, they took their leisurely time, and they came. And it turns out, like I found out from other neighbors, that this guy it, just got out of prison for 18. He was there for 18 years, and, and now he lives next door to me, which is great. Um, I want you to know, like, I do have an alarm system now. Um, I don't really know, like, okay, uh, <laughs> what else? Here's the thing. Honestly, and I should have said this, but, like, his... Like, I don't love dicks, but his really sucked. (laughs) Like, I was like, it's not even a good dick, man. Like, don't... Um, So anyways, uh, it turns out his parents, uh, because I cried a lot and uh, called the cops, and uh, they put him in, like, a psychiatric hospital for a while, which is great. You know, everyone get better. Um, He's just there to make himself have a better dick. It's pretty good for him. Uh, So, like, I mean, I know that There should be, like, a funny way to end this. But all I'm saying is you don't have to talk to dudes in vans. (laughs) If people give you shit about being rude to people, fuck them. They're not a woman. And if they are a woman, I don't know what they're talking about.
2: I do have to be honest. That is like, I mean, I have a lot of fears because I am a human being. But when I walk outside and I see a a human male and I cannot see his hands, I'm like, oh my God, am I going to see his penis right now? (laughs) It doesn't, like I've seen guys like grabbing their, like trying to go through their keys. And I'm like, oh oh my God, oh my God, it's happening. You guys know this. You're everywhere. (laughs) And the threat of your penises is constant. No. (laughs) So just keep that in mind. If you guys could just keep your hands up around here in public, we would all feel a little bit better. (laughs) It is just all the time. I'm like, oh, oh, here it is. The thing I've been waiting for. I don't, I don't, I'm not waiting for it. (laughs) anyways you guys want to keep this show going I sure do we have amazing comics this next comic is a friend of the show and you guys are going to love him please give a warm welcome to Andrew Machan
4: hey how's everyone doing okay awesome my name is Andrew I'm so happy to be here Um, such a fun show the court is stuck, but I promise we'll move beyond this, and eventually things are going to be great. Hi. I'm so happy to be here. Such a great show. So happy to be a part of it. Um, I just want to start the show kind of g- kinda do a really fun audience participation bit. I think it's going to get you guys excited. It's going to get me excited. It's going to be really fun. If everyone participates, it'll be even more fun. So just follow my lead. It's going to be like a call and response, like chant type thing. You'll get it. It's easy. Here we go. When I say fun, y'all say yeah. Fun. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. When I say UC, y'all say B. UC. B. UC. B. When I say summer, y'all say sun. Summer. Sun. Summer. Sun. When I say white, y'all say power. White. Ah. Okay. That was a test. And more people here than I thought would fail that test. I thought it would be one or two, but it was about six. And uh, um, don't worry about it. Don't feel bad if you did fail that test. It just goes to show the effect that an overly charismatic leader can have (laughs) yep over an otherwise free-thinking group of people and it reminds me of an overly charismatic leader who rose to power in 1930s germany and this guy i'm kidding i'm not going to go down that road totally kidding you do not need a lecture on fascism from the poster child for the hitler youth i think (laughs) we don't need to do that tonight it's okay um, but those of you who did say the white power thing maybe next time just check yourself before you wreck yourself proverb from Ice Cube uh, um, no it's fine you were just trying to participate in a comedy show and I tricked you and I apologize and no more tricks so anyway dating is weird right anyway so um, I, uh, I do want to kind of connect with the crowd um, after intentionally dividing everyone so I just want to ask uh, I truly do want to connect Has anyone here in the audience ever, like, had sex with anyone for any reason or anything? Some of you? Okay, cool. All right. My kind of crowd. Cool. Has anyone here ever been in or out of a relationship? Either one? Okay, again. Less of you, but still enough. Okay. Uh... I I am currently uh, in a relationship with my girlfriend. It's going very well. We've been dating for like a year and a half. Um, Everything is good. We love each other. It's been a very healthy, good relationship. Uh, When we first started dating, she kept trying to assess whether her and I were astrologically compatible. That's something that was important to her. It's not something that I particularly care about, but for her it was. So we kind of assessed whether we fit in that specific rubric, and we did or whatever, and um, now we're together. But uh, (laughs) is anyone here into astrology? Is anyone into that? It's LA. Actually, is anyone here not into astrology? Are there any skeptics? crowd. There's usually one or two people. You're skeptical, ma'am? Wait, who, who's skeptical? You're skeptical? Yes. You're skeptical, ma'am? Yes. Okay, get on up here. No kidding, you can stay right there. Um, <laughs> can I ask you a couple questions? Sure. Okay, it's going to be easy. I think you're going to nail it. I, I, I appreciate your participation. What's your name? Amers. Amers? Okay, we've got Amers right here in the second row. You live in the Los Angeles area, Amers? Ooh, yes. Are you in like your 10s, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, somewhere <laughs> in that age range? One of those. Okay. I don't need to know exactly. I just need to know a little bit about what makes Amers tick. Okay, so we got Amers... <laughs> We got Amers right here. She lives in the Los Angeles area, in like her 10s, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. Does not believe in astrology, not quite for her. Okay, one final question, Amers, a yes or no question. You're going to nail it. Are you a Libra by any chance? No. Okay, the answer is no, Amers is not a Libra. Not a problem, totally fine, not a big deal. <laughs> totally cool. One out of 12 times, though, that thing that it says is going to totally blow someone's mind, you know? It's going to be like a huge. <laughs> Breakthrough Watershed moment for them It's gonna um, change the course of their life forever uh, <laughs> It didn't happen today With my girl Amers, that's okay uh, The best magic tricks, as we all know, work about 8% of the time uh, um, It's okay uh, We all have off nights, folks uh, We all have off nights And for Amers, hers was tonight So uh <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding for, for you to even speak up like that in this crowd full of people That was like such a Scorpio kind of thing right? No, it's okay it's all right. I tried. We both tried, Amers. What are you really, though? I'm a Gemini. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Um, no, no, no. I, I should have known because it's typical for a, a Gemini to deceive you twice, which is what Amers did. And then, and then they reveal their true self. So I'm not surprised. Um, thank you for. we round of applause for Amers. What a nice participant. I appreciate that. Um, uh, I, I do, it's fun to do audience participation in a space that is as intimate as this, so I'm going to do a little bit more. Um, we're going to start with you, and we're going to go around the room. Uh, if you could just open up about your deepest regret. Just just open up with these... No, I'm kidding. Don't actually think about that. Thank you. I do hope this show goes well for me. I did pay $600 to do this show. so um, And thank you to the producer for giving the discount. It was really nice of them to hook it up. I, um... So I'm in a relationship, like I said, and I'm, I'm now living with my girlfriend. It's the first time I've ever lived with my significant other. We've been living together for almost a year. We, we moved together, moved in, moved in together quite quickly. And it's very good. I, I, I love living with her. It's, it's cool to be constantly around someone you're in love with, and it's a really nice situation. But I have found that like 90% of living with your significant other is like you're in one room doing something, and they're in another room doing something else, and then they try to say something to you, and you can't hear them. That's like most... You can't really understand, like, what they're trying to tell to you, and then you kind of argue about it, and it's, like, very annoying and confusing. If you don't laugh, if you're not laughing at that joke, it's because you've either never lived with someone you've loved, or you've only lived in studio apartments. Either way, you're broken. Definitely (laughs) need to fix something in your life. Um, I do have to get out of here, but speaking of things that are broken, uh, I've been thinking, as I'm sure all of you have, about the current political climate in America. And it's a very interesting thing. It's very disheartening. And it's a very weird time to be doing comedy because I've never been a political comedian before. I've never talked about politics on stage. However, if I don't at least talk about politics a little bit, then like the subtext of everything that I'm saying up here is like, hey, I know we're living in the rise of a terrifying authoritarian regime, but like, isn't dating weird? Like it just feels... (laughs) It feels very disingenuine not to talk about the thing that is on all of our minds constantly. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of people are coming to comedy shows because they want maybe a break from that constant news cycle. I feel like we're inundated on a day-to-day basis with the latest crazy news story that's really frustrating and really intense and really unbelievable. And so sometimes maybe you guys are coming to the show just to like not think about it for a minute and just like have fun and enjoy life for a change. Um, but I also feel like I'm... I need to talk about it because it's such a weird thing that's happening um I don't need to mention exactly what I mean by that specifically you guys are at like the lesbian wives comedy show I'm sure we all share the same political feelings I don't need to label it um But also it's very difficult um, to write a joke about what's happening right now because the pace at which things are happening is so rapid that if I were, it's just like every day there's a new thing that's crazier than the day before. And if I were to be telling a joke right now that was like a specific political joke about something that happened like two weeks ago, you all would be like, God, what era is this guy living in? This is so outdated. So I guess what I'm trying to say is at the end of the day, this terrifying political situation we all find ourselves in has been most difficult on me actually in a weird way like i know it's surprising i'm a straight white guy but like it's hard for me to maintain my cultural relevancy as a comedian um totally kidding it's definitely just a very difficult time to have compassion and be a human but um thank you so much for listening to me guys if you guys want to vote for me please text four. and uh that's it for me please give it up for your wonderful host thanks
1: Uh, where where did you travel in from? Houston, Texas. Oh, great. Yeah. Wh- how, why? Well, uh,
0: really to see this girl right here.
1: Fantastic news. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is this person to you?
3: My best friend for many years. Like 15. For 15 years? Yeah.
1: Well, wow. I'm
0: only 15, though. <laughs> um, She's the funny one.
1: You live here in L.A.? Yes. Awesome. How long have you... where... Let's get all the news. You know what I mean? (laughs) Where were you guys 15 years ago when you met each other? High school. Wow. You. have been 15 years. Oh, my God. I feel like I just, like... Like, for sure, I knew that answer was gonna, like, fuck both of you up. <laughs> like, Where'd you meet 15 years ago? High school. Wait, what?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, I was definitely in high school. We took the new SAT. More t- than... <laughs> fuck yourself. <laughs> You guys have been, like, best buds since high school. What were you, what were you like in high school?
0: Which one?
1: Her? This person. L.A. person. The funny one. Yeah. <laughs> Class clown. Class clown. Yeah. great yeah. <laughs> <Right? laughs> What were you like in high school?
0: Um, the fun one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like the way you said that. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: (laughs) Like, what kind of fun? You know, just. I don't know. The parties. (laughs) Parties. Yeah. Running around. Yeah. Hmm. (laughs) How did you.
3: Didn't do well on my SAT.
1: Let's just say that. (laughs) Got about, like, your score on the. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't going to say it, but that was the logical joke to make. How did you guys manage to stay so close for all these years? Oh,
0: God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Distance? Distance? <laughs> A surprising answer. I like that, honesty. What brought you to LA? Uh, to pursue comedy writing. Uh-huh. I know it's not going very well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no! It's not going very well? No? <laughs> Not really. How long have you how long have you lived here? Are you guys from Texas? Yeah. Welcome, yeah, how long have you lived here? Like
0: 6
1: months. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going fine. There's really nothing that could have happened in these 6 months that should be an indicator. Like the like one thing that could happen is like Somebody sees you your first day because you wrote a funny thing on your move, on your boxes when you were moving. Um, But that happens very rarely and usually to men. I'm just going to be honest. I saw myself in him. That thing. Anyway, um, six months in, don't worry, you're doing great. How's your, how is L.A. six months in? It's okay. <laughs> it's tough, maybe? Might be tough. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, have you found your, like, have you found, do you have, did you come here with a friend group? Or are you no. making that friend group now? I'm trying to make that friend group. Yeah, look at all these friends. <laughs> you guys have similar interests. <laughs> me, you're interested in me. <laughs> Well, you know what? Uh, you got out of the house, came to a place where there were multiple people. In LA, that is legit a difficult thing to do. Where are the people? How do you know how to find them? There's no, there's not a bar culture really. Where are the people? Especially if you're a comedy writer type of person. Um, I know when I moved here, well, again, like, you know, when I moved here, I was like, Faster! And, you know, Rio was like, Home! <laughs> Err. You're gonna be fine.
0: Don't
1: worry. She is. Yes. And I'm glad your friend came out to support you here. Yeah. Uh, you're. Too. I also love, like, I fucking love that that is the class clown. <laughs> not me. Not you. <laughs> who seem to be much louder. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I hope you have a great visit. And let's hear it for these people. Okay. Hang in there. Six months ain't no time at all. Twelve years nothing's happened. I would go ahead and throw in the towel. <laughs> well, you guys, should we keep it rolling? <laughs> Oh, this next pal, it is his first time. Uh, I've known him for years, but it is his first time on the show. Um, So let's hear it. Whenever it's somebody's first time on the show, we go very wild, and we welcome them with an extra amount of applause and love. So let's hear right now from Matt Monroe. You guys give it up for Matt.
5: Thanks, everybody. Make some noise for Cam and Rhea. Give it up for them. Two of the greats. Thank you guys for being here. I'm super soaked on this week. Uh, Today, What's today? Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday. Tomorrow is my two-year anniversary with my girlfriend, which I'm super excited about. Yeah. Yeah. It's great, man. We're we're very much in love, and uh, I love that. I love being in love. I think most people do. Uh, I like it a lot. It's especially a great thing for me, though, because love has been a very hard thing for me to find in my life. Uh, I just turned 36 last week and I realized on my birthday that in 36 years, uh, I've said I love you to two women and every dog I've ever seen ever. (laughs) So I think I'm doing life pretty okay. Dogs are better than people. You know what I mean? On that note, I was actually having a conversation recently with a more conservative friend of mine about gay marriage, and he gave me that bullshit argument that you'll hear from time to time from the right. He goes, yeah, but Matt, if we let two gay people get married, what's next? Are people just gonna marry their dogs? Yeah, I was like, dude, are you serious? Cause I'll marry a dog tomorrow. Can we do that? (laughs) Oh man, you give me enough time, I'll marry 12 dogs, bam, I'm a dog Mormon now, that's right. Some dog Mormons over here, a couple over here, not too many over here. You guys are cat Mormons, that's also okay. Listen, I don't wanna give you guys the wrong impression. I truly do love my girlfriend more than anything, but I would step over her dead body to pet a Labrador. That's just where I'm at with it. Don't get tight, don't, 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 don't get sad about that. It's, 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 I don't want my girlfriend to die, I assure you. I'm just saying that if she died, I wanna play with a dog while I wait for the cops. That's not against the law, right? You just have to know where you stand in your relationship. That's all it's about. I'm a dog person. She's not a dog person, which is totally cool. She knows where I stand. I know where she stands. She knows that if I meet the right Labrador Retriever, I'm gone. I'm gone. I might leave her for that Labrador Retriever. And I know if they ever invent a body pillow that can kill spiders, I don't have a girlfriend anymore. I get it. I get where I'm at with it. We, uh, we met on Tinder, which is super boring nowadays, um, super boring, but I think the unique part about the way we met was that I was the first person that she ever met off of Tinder, and now we live together. Yeah, which means my girlfriend has absolutely no idea what that app is actually for. <laughs> And I love the idea of her giving really lousy dating advice to all of her single friends. Just going up to me like, hey, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of this thing called Tinder, but I was on there for four days and now I only pay half my rent. So, <laughs> check it out. It's, <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. I, uh, I get th- I'm very lucky I get to travel for comedy a lot, uh, which means I get offered weed a lot after shows. And uh, I'm not a big pot smoker, never have been. And uh, I live in Denver, so that's weird for people to hear. Uh, And it's my favorite thing now to tell potheads that I don't smoke because when you tell a pothead that you live in Denver and you don't smoke weed, it ruins their fucking weekend. And that's very pleasurable to me for some reason. I don't understand why. Telling a pothead that you live in Denver and you don't smoke weed is kind of like telling a child that you know how to fly, but you don't really feel like it. Just dead eyes and a lot of questions. They don't understand the information you just provided them. And I think it's good that it's legal. I don't partake a lot, but I think it's good. It shows progress as a society. I think it's important. Plus, there's all kinds of cool, weird shit happening. You guys legalize it, right? It's medical now here? Yeah. When it gets even better than medical, you'll see some weird stuff happening. My favorite thing that's happened since it's been legal in Denver uh, happened this past October. Uh, I was driving down I-70. It was right around Halloween. And I saw this billboard up. And on that billboard, it just said the following. It said, marijuana candy, trick or treat. And that's all it said. That was the entire billboard. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, clearly they're trying to make some cutesy pun about edibles and Halloween candy. I don't know about you guys, every time I have eaten an edible, it's always both tricked and treated me. Because I never know when it's going to kick in, and then when it does, I'm like, ooh, I can taste numbers now. That's tight. And I didn't know why that billboard existed, and I was very, very curious. And I did some research, and this is true. Uh, there is an anti-marijuana group based in Colorado that had those billboards put up all around the state, purposely around Halloween, to serve as a warning to parents to check their kids' Halloween candy for weed. And I feel like nobody's wasting weed that way. <laughs> Right, like, who's gonna take the time and the effort and the resources to put weed into candy, then give that candy to children, and then not see the results of that? You know, because don't get me wrong, I completely understand wanting to give a nine-year-old dressed up like Spider-Man weed candy, but I want to watch him try and climb a wall. I'm gonna give away all my good weed candy and then just be like, well, something cool's happening somewhere, I guess. I need that payoff, you know? Uh, I recently screwed up on the internet, Uh, I messed up, I I accepted a friend request from someone on Facebook that I did not know, and you all are normal people, so you know that you're never supposed to do that, but I'm an idiot, I did it, I was hungover, and uh, there's a weird thing that happens, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, where you accept a stranger's friend request and then sometimes they'll feel the need to follow it up by sending you a message on Facebook Messenger thanking you for accepting their friend request. Which, yeah, is very creepy and kind of desperate, right? That's what I thought. Until uh, recently, when a gentleman from Kentucky kicked up the creepiness factor on me a whole bunch by responding to me accepting his friend request with a voice-recorded thank you message on Facebook. (laughs) That I am now going to play for you. (laughs) I couldn't make this up if I tried. It's just a 10-second message. Uh, I, I accepted it about 9 in the morning, and about 30 minutes later, I got this message back.
6: Hello, Matt. It's nice to get a new friend. You can write me anytime. I'll always answer. God bless you and yours, and have a miraculous life.
5: What the fuck is that? Have a miraculous life? That sounds like he knows when it's gonna end. You guys, I'm not playing this as a joke. I'm playing it as evidence in case I disappear in the near future. I want you to know all about him. His name is Danny Smith. He's from Fayetteville, Kentucky. And for some reason, his Facebook profile picture is a patch of tomatoes. I don't know what that means. <laughs> So that night, I went drinking with a bunch of comics, got blackout drunk, played that message for everybody in the bar. And then the next night, I was at a show. And I was going to play it for the first time ever. And I hadn't opened the Facebook app since the night before when I was drinking. So when I opened it on stage, I realized immediately that in my drunken stupor the night before, that I had responded to that message. (laughs) Yeah, with not one, not two, not three, but seven thumbs-up emojis! So I'm clearly a dead man, you guys. My name is Matt. Thank you guys so much for coming out. Hey,
2: bro, you guys, let him hear it! Oh, that was great. Seven thumbs-up emojis. Always gonna get you in trouble! gotta go for eight or six, man! No, I don't know. Um, (laughs) Earlier, I just want to say, I was talking about my fear of viewing penises, and I believe that I might not have been inclusive in my language, so I just want to apologize if I was, because I think I said, male humans, not all male humans have penises, but the fear is there, and so anyway, so I just wanted to say that. Yeah. Because I was talking off the top of my head and I just said words and sometimes you're like, oh, you know what? I don't think I was, I don't think I was uh, cool right there. And so I'm trying to be cool right there. And try to be <laughs> cool. Because you know what? <laughs> People haven't been cool to me about my gender my entire life. So I'm going to try to be cool to other people's. Yes. Woo! 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 Oh, thanks. Oh, you guys want to keep this show going? We have two more comics left. They're both fantastic. As fantastic as the comics that you have already seen tonight this next comic is one of my favorites he's a friend of the show we love it when he stops by you guys give a warm welcome to troy walker right now
7: what's up guys glad to be here tell you a little bit about me i uh am also from denver colorado originally not originally from los angeles Uh, But I've been out here for a little bit, having a little fun, had a little success. I was in a PetSmart commercial because my career is fucking skyrocketing. (laughs) It's going good. So I helped him sell the pet food, you know. And uh, it was actually cool. like aired all over, but a weird thing happened, right? My brother got a call from a friend of his, this black lady who lived really deep in the South, who told him that she saw my commercial and she really liked it, but she didn't like how white she thought I was talking in the commercial, (laughs) which pissed me off. Because I only had two lines in the commercial. The first line was, this is our flea and tick section. (laughs) And the second line was, how bad is your infestation? (laughs) How the fuck are you supposed to black that up? Like, what did she want me to do? I was a corporate spokesperson for a pet company. She just wanted me to be the worst, most stereotypically terrible black PetSmart employee ever some dude creeping around like hey hey nigga, you like parakeets got the hookup on them keats it's like slanging mixtapes in the back by the fish hey hey homie hey hey homie hey and you'll come back after we close man we gonna fight all these dogs It made me so mad. Because it's such a stupid, self-hating thing to say, you know? Because, like, here's the deal, right? When you're black, however you dress, however you talk, whatever you like, whatever you're into, is black. Because you're black. Like, when you're... Yeah. Exactly. And when you're black, you're always black. And what did she think? The police won't beat the shit out of you because you're wearing UGG boots? Get the fuck out of here. They'll choke you with your scarf. I uh, I like to do my grocery shopping really late at night so I can avoid the crowds. You know, the other night I was at the grocery store. It's late. It's like two in the morning. And I'm walking around when it hits me they have a sweet tooth. Want something sweet? Only not want anything bad for me. Trying to get another PetSmart commercial. You know, <laughs> you gotta stay sleek. <laughs> so I'm walking around when I spot I spot the solution. Right, Jello, classic Jello in the boxes, box Jello. The kind you got to make. So you ain't too much of it. Super cheap, perfect. And I get four boxes of Jello, frozen pizza, bag of grapes. I head to the checkout, right? And the lady rings up, frozen pizza, bag of grapes, four boxes of Jell-O. And then she looks at me and goes, you have a fun night. (laughs) And I was like, does this lady think I'm about to fuck this Jell-O? But she pretty much has to think that, right? Because if you're a young dude at a grocery store by himself at two in the morning buying a frozen pizza, grapes and four boxes of jello, the only way you're having a fun night is if you're fucking that jello. Which is crazy. She can't do that. Jello, Box jello? Can't fuck box jello. It's cold. Takes four hours to set. By the time it's ready, you're not even hard anymore. It's a logistical nightmare. Anyway. So I'm fucking this pizza, right? (laughs) Yeah, really. (laughs) Yeah, Hollywood's a pizza fucking crowd. I dig it. I love that joke because I can look out in the audience and see every dude in the crowd going, I wonder what kind of pizza it was. Better was a pepperoni pizza. That's what I'd fuck. I'd fuck pepperoni. Maybe I'm just old school, man. I like classic cars, vinyl records. Fuck pepperoni pizzas. <laughs> These kids today, they'll fuck anything. Pineapple pizza. They're putting their dick in hot pockets. Not me, man. Pepperoni. Every time. Maybe stuffed crust, but only if I'm drunk. <laughs> it's one of the dumbest jokes I've ever written in my life probably not shocked after a joke like that to find out i have a little trouble dating (laughs) i had an interesting thing happen recently i was at a bar and uh this uh very pretty uh young white woman came up to me i have to mention that she was white uh for the bit because uh well you'll see (laughs) and and she comes up to me and she goes she goes oh my god there you are i've been looking everywhere for you she's like that's i'm so glad to see i've been looking everywhere for you i couldn't find you and she's like just and i'm in my head going like how the fuck do I know this person? And then after she sees the glazed over look in my eyes, she goes, oh, God, I'm so sorry. I, I, I thought you were someone else. And then she looks around the room and goes like this, and then she sees a booth where there's a different black dude and goes over to him and kisses him hello. She couldn't tell stranger black dude from boyfriend black dude. And I didn't really know how to feel about it because on the one hand, she couldn't tell two completely different black people apart, which is not ideal. But on the other hand, she does fuck black guys. (laughs) Which is pretty ideal. But on the other other hand, those black guys aren't me, which is the least ideal of all. He didn't even look like me. This guy was like 6'2 with a shaved head. It It was like ridiculous. It would be like if everyone in this room came to my birthday party, And halfway through my birthday party, I excused myself to go to the bathroom, and then Evander Holyfield came out wearing a fucking party hat, sat down, blew out all my candles, and none of you motherfuckers could tell the difference. It's ridiculous. You're not supposed to think he's me. You're supposed to think he beat the shit out of me in that bathroom. (laughs) I like to think of weird scenarios that would have happened to him, you know? like they got married and had kids but she can't tell her kids from other black kids. (laughs) She just kidnaps random black children. (laughs) Makes her whole family wear bells. People come over there like how many cats do you have? (laughs) All right. I'll leave you guys with this. (laughs) We're going to see how this just joke goes. Uh, I want to bring back the word mulatto. Oh shit. Perfect. <laughs> so it's such a great word, right? Like if you don't know what a mulatto is, a mulatto is a person it's half black, half white. It's so a word that comes from the old 1800s, one drop rule, right? In the 1800s, they had this rule, said if you had even one drop of black blood, then you were black for the purposes of slavery, segregation, etc. Sort of like a racist, you break it, you bought it, right? And they had all these different words, most of which sound pretty bad. Like quintroon sounds racist as shit. But mulatto sounds like it costs $8 at Starbucks. <laughs> Like, you walk in and go, let me get a venti latte. And those mulattoes, give me two of those mulattoes. It sounds fucking delicious. You would never think that a mulatto was what it was. I was talking to my buddy about that, and this really pretty blonde girl overheard me. And she's like, oh my God, I love mulattoes. And I'm like, jackpot, right? But then she's like, those are those little cookies, right? Those are delicious. Those little cookies? And I was like, nope, no, nope. Those are Milanos. You're thinking of Milanos. Mulattoes are your grandfather's worst nightmare. (laughs) Joke's harsh, but it's good. It's got everything. It's got history, it's got cookies. It's fucking fantastic. (laughs) I should should also point out that I'm not one. I'm just full black, so I don't don't even really know if I can talk about that. But the way I figure it, one drop rule, we're all niggas. I get to say whatever I want. That's it for me, guys. Have a great time with the rest of the show.
2: You guys, we've made it to our final comic of the evening. Are you excited? I'm very excited. This comic, oh, this comic. (laughs) You're going to really love this comic. He's one of our favorites here at the show. Please give a warm welcome to Andy (laughs) Kidler.
6: Harry, I dropped my expensive phone. <laughs> Don't yuck it up. That's not my opening bit. I love when he dropped his iPhone. No! Laughing <laughs> at... <laughs> You're laughing at me. You, I want you laughing with me. Not at me, with me. All right, I have notes because I'm doing a very important TV show in Canada. Eat your heart out. <laughs> L.A. Uh, But uh, but maybe something great will happen up there too. I'll I'll, I'll, uh, bust my laptop for you people and send you a (laughs) photo. Drop my laptop in a bowl of soup, you people will be on the floor, thinking it's one of my Jim Carrey-like bits. I'll send you pictures of it. (laughs) How much much longer was I gonna milk that? All right, very excited, folks. I'm gonna take my career public this year. Very excited (laughs) about it, please. Please, It'll be an IPO and then something funny, initials. Why do I look so happy? I can't connect jokes. Why do I look so happy? Why can't I get this bottom button finished? Uh, Fixed. Finished? I keep mixing up my career with my shirt. All right. Why can't I get my career finished, would have been the joke. Who am I talking? There's nobody over there. I, why do I look so happy? Because my career is... Uh, let me tell you something. I'm at the perfect age for Hollywood. Uh, I started out... That's worse than laughing at the iPhone. I started out in my 30s, made a little noise, made a little buzz, had a little heat. Then I went ice cold. Then in my 40s, a little... He went away for five years. Now he's back, Hollywood, late 50s, early 60s. Watch out. When my phone rings, it stays on the hook because it's a rotary. Hollywood loves me. They love me. I'm pitching a show, there's a bidding war over it. It's called uh, Aging Jews, the sitcom, Aging Jews. All people in their like 60s, 70s, and 80s, no young people at all, except that we yell out the window, get off my comedy lawn! <laughs> but just older people, and it's Jews, mostly Jews, and we're very upset with our lives, and we're complaining, and uh, we're the, our best lives are behind us. The networks are crazy about this. Every week, someone gets sick or dies. <laughs> then the network said to me, I just ruined the punchline. But uh, I'll tell you later why I ruined it. Every week, I should have said every week something happens bad. It's a cliffhanger. Okay? Now, laugh at the punchlines if you haven't heard one of the words in the punchline when I give the punchline. You won't be able to laugh at it as a joke because I've ruined it. But you will be able to know why it's not funny. Is why. So I asked, and and that's where people said, They say, where do you see these people in five years, Andy? I say, mostly dead. (laughs) See? Do you understand what I'm saying? I said died already. You can't laugh at dead. Even though it's hilarious, which is the age of hilarious. Come on. Come on. Get the song parody, people, on the phone. Age of hilarious. Hilarious. So you're going to have to bleep that out on the uh, podcast? (laughs) The Age of Hilarious. I can't even believe I came up with that. (laughs) Note to self. Oh, I never listen back to these sets. Note to self. Listen back for the hilarious joke. (laughs) When I was a kid... They had these organizations where you could give money to them and they would plant a tree in Israel in, in your name, which was very, very nice. Now I give to an organization, I give money to them, they remove a settler from the West Bank in my name. A little plaque. But the plaque is of the, per- of the settler who was removed. Shmoimi. Maybe it's Shmoimi. In your name. I've been making money, I made money for i uh, I've been making money for love uh, no, it doesn't make sense. But earlier in my life I made money giving blood. Yeah, I was laughing all the way to the blood bank. Now look, I don't like that joke as much as you don't. <laughs> That's one of those jokes that makes you go, mmm, I wonder if Arsenio's still working. <laughs> you don't know Arsenio, or it's a weak joke. I think it's hilarious. Because our senior used to go, hmm. (laughs) Of hilarious. Have you heard about the new, this is me. See, I'm I'm doing this material, but I'm not connecting it right. But I come away from here, all of a sudden I'm excited, I'm enthused. (laughs) When I see my notes. Oh my God, it's working out for me here, right? You want it spreading this way as the years go by? Um, Aging Jews. So the Jimmy Fallon ride is open at Universal. It's it's you have to be this easily entertained to get on the ride, this easily amused, and the ride starts out great, so great, so great, so great, so great. It starts out so great. It's so great, so great, so great, so great, and then it goes nowhere. But parents love it because it's risk-free. He's mainstream, Jimmy Fallon. You kids are out to get me. I don't know what I'm saying. I couldn't even see him. They might be 58 years old. Uh, I, I have too long a set for what I'm supposed to be doing. Maybe I shouldn't be commenting. Why don't you stop commenting in between the middle of the jokes? Uh, oh, here's, have you heard my old man? Oh, I'm a very old man. All right. That's just a taste. It's just a taste voiceover, people. Oh... Oh, if you like me as Mort, and you'll love me as an old man. Oh, so old. Why would, why am I having, why does it have an accent as I'm older? Oh, so old. I'm so old. Don't go to ask.com if you want an answer for something. You go to ask.com, they go, oh yeah, yeah, we were thinking about that too. We wonder about that. Yeah. Yeah, hey, hey, if you find out anything, can you come back here and post it over here? Do you want to read the three top answers for people who had no idea what it was? Look at this, show me that light again. This steams me. Can you show me the light. Give me the light to signal to, to wrap it up. Show me what you just gave. Look at that, look at this. They don't even have the common decency to use the flashlight app on the phone. It steams, I am st- When I started comedy, it was a profession. Mrs. O'Leary would stand at the back of the barn. She had a kerosene lamp. She would light it. She would show it to you. That was a professional career. One night, Dane Cook does four hours. She falls asleep. Boom, Chicago dies. It's a Mrs. O'Leary Chicago joke. It couldn't be. Could it be older references? I'd have to work a little hard on it. Then they had a flashlight. Then they had the... Fl- now they're like, see, I have a cell phone. Wrap it up. <laughs> what if I feel like the world's oldest comic? Maybe you are. Here's what I can do when I go in. Here's what I do. If I go in a store, whatever's playing in the background, I say to the person behind the gather, is this Drake? <laughs> and it usually is Drake. Thank you. Thank you, I'm gonna leave now. I just wanna let you people know, this is not my first rodeo, I said on the questionnaire, the second rodeo, uh, answering the question, how many previous rodeos have you attended? (laughs)
1: So much, and I also love trying to figure out how to get back on stage, based on when I think he might be done, <laughs> or when things are actually wrapped up. You guys, yeah. this has been an amazing show. So fun to have you all here tonight. Thank you so much for being here. Let's hear for all the comics that you see. Everybody was so great. Yes, and I do want to shout out. You're wearing. Are you wearing Cammy's little sweeties shirt? Oh my yes. god. That's like Sweetie! We we sent some moolah to the Trevor project by selling some Cammy's little Sweetie shirt. I didn't even do it. Some internet stranger Somebody else did it. made this t-shirt and then sent some money. This is sometimes and I said, yes, use my hair to, to do this. <laughs> so thanks for buying one. And thanks to that yeah. internet stranger who made those. Thanks, stranger. To begin with. You guys, uh we're here next week. Yeah. So come back then. Have a great night. Good night, you guys. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together.
0: Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh with your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to with your hands together. Your hands together